Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 30. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, a small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask yourself the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing should I be doing to help my business become profitable? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business for a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Today's words of wisdom, how to build desirability with your ideal client so they want to hire you. In our socially savvy segment with global Twitter marketing specialist, Keith Keller, he's going to share how to get more followers on Twitter. And on every single show, we have our inspirational message to nourish your mind, body and spirit for the week ahead. So let's get started. Welcome back to another show. If this is the very first time you're tuning in, welcome, welcome. I'm honored that you're taking the time out of your day to join me. This is another jam-packed episode to help you grow your coaching practice. So make sure you've got a pen and plenty of paper handy to take notes. Now today I want to speak about creating desirability in the eyes of your ideal client so that you become so irresistible that your ideal client not only wants to remain in your world, but also desires, creates that desire, deepens the desire to work with you. You become the only choice of coach that they want to work with, which means that despite many other coaches working in your industry, may be having similar skills to what you offer, in the eyes of your ideal client, you are the only choice that they want to make to say yes to. So I want to talk about that in our words of wisdom segment. In our socially savvy segment a little bit later on in the show, Keith Keller is going to be jumping on the line again, showing you how you can get more followers on Twitter. Now, why is this important? Because your ideal client very well may be on Twitter and doesn't know about you yet. But the tips and strategies that Keith shares in this show, and of course in our previous shows, you are learning step by step how to leverage and boost your visibility and credibility on Twitter. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, you want to go back and listen to what Keith has had to say. So go back to show episode 27, 28, and 29. You're in for a real treat. And of course, if you've heard those shows already, go back and listen to each again. What I always say is deepen your learning and the things that you may not have heard the first time you will hear with a clearer understanding. And of course, you deepen your insights and your ahas. I know that when I go back and listen to a podcast again, the things that I pick up the second or even the third time around, and I think, Wow, you know, that's amazing. I honestly didn't hear that the first time I listened to that podcast. Or what happens is I, I hear things with a completely different level of understanding, which helps me to deepen my awareness. And of course, my ability to step forward 
and to take action, which is of course exactly what I want for you. So to hear what I'm sharing with a different level of understanding so you can deepen your awareness and your ability to step forward, taking the right action steps with your coaching practice being able to grow to the next level. Now, before I dive into today's words of wisdom, um, do you have a question that you'd like me to answer in an upcoming show? Or maybe you've also got some feedback that you'd like to share. If you do, I encourage you to go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect. That's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect and listed on that page are a few of the ways that you can get in contact with me. As always, I'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave a message. And you know what? I may just very well play it on an upcoming show. And of course, go ahead and feel free to shout out on Twitter. And uh, you know what? I'll shout back at you. And that's a compliment. We'll reach out because of those of you who don't know the terms on Twitter, a shout out is actually a good thing. That That is where people go, hey, you know, use your Twitter handle and we'll be able to have that conversation. Now, my Twitter handle is at... Anne Marie Coach. And of course, you can tag the Ambitious Pod, which is at the Ambitious Pod, and uh, we'll be able to um, know that you're reaching out, that you're shouting out. And it's really, really great to be able to hear from you that you're enjoying the show. And if you've got a question, of course, I'll uh, look forward to being able to answer that in upcoming shows. Okay, so let's dive in to today's words of wisdom building your desirability in the eyes of your ideal client so that they want to remain in your world and eventually hire you when they're ready to say yes. Now, have you ever wondered why some coaches seem to be doing everything right in their business? Their practice is thriving, they have a steady stream of inquiries coming to their door and from that, they consistently have clients say yes to their services. Yet, On the other hand, despite all of the hard work that you've done, the networking, the marketing and anything and everything else that you've been told to do, it's still a struggle for you to take an inquiry and to turn that inquiry, that prospect into a customer. Have you ever wondered why it seems so easy for other coaches in their coaching practice? And if you do think that, you are certainly not alone. And um, having full disclosure here, I remember years ago when I started in my career coaching practice, I was there, the exact same situation. And I can recall using the words frustrating, confused, exhausted. They were all words that I used to describe my business. And I just didn't know what else to do. So I've been in your shoes and I know exactly what you're going through. And today what I want to do is share a few things about how you can turn that around. I know that it works because when I was shared this by my mentor and my coach, uh, and I'm going to be sharing with you in a moment what she told me, I started to notice a significant difference in my business. And now as I continue to work with my clients, other coaches who want to take their coaching practice to the next level, they're seeing significant results in their businesses as well. In fact, some of my clients are doubling and tripling their business results in just a few months after implementing these strategies. Now imagine if you could double or triple your results. What kind of impact would that have on your life? 
and in your business. Pretty amazing, yes? And how would you feel if you had high-level clients who pretty much were already sold in coming into your programs and all they really needed from you was a quick conversation and then, of course, their decision was made and they ask you that question, so how do we get started and when? The people coming into your world, sending you emails or ringing your office, no longer need to be convinced that you're a specialist. You no longer have to feel like you're validating your value to them, you know, that you have to prove that you're any good. Nor are you feeling frustrated because yet another prospective client has balked at your prices or have said no to your services. They're asking and saying, yes, when can we get started? How would that impact you and your business? And more importantly, how is that going to impact your finances, both professionally and personally? Imagine getting double or triple of the income that you are now doing in your business. And I would say that if you were to be speaking with me face to face, you'd be saying the impact that it would make would be significant. I'm sure that that's how you would respond. So what do you need to do to become so irresistible to your prospective clients so that they become high quality clients who love and want to work with you and they love the work that you do and they're pretty ready to step into your, your programs. So firstly, if I was to ask you who your ideal client is, can you give me a list of characteristics and qualities of that person? And if you said anyone who struggles with XYZ, now you fill in the gaps with XYZ, and if you say that anyone really can use my services, I have to be honest with you to say you haven't gone deep enough. What is your ideal client struggling with? What are the emotions that are coming up for him or her? What is she or he experiencing? And if you are not able to answer that, like you should be able to, to generate a list or have a list already of all of these things down so that when you are thinking about your ideal client or if someone asks you the question like I am today, you can share with me exactly from the magazines she reads, from what she's experiencing, what her struggles are. And I've spoken in depth about this in episode 27, and you need to go back and listen to that again. And I speak about the importance of knowing who your ideal client is, because if you don't, I would say that your marketing message, that's a message in your uh, articles, in your posts on social media that you're sharing, in how you're introducing yourself to in networking events and how you're having conversations with prospective clients, it's not connecting with them. These people who are your ideal clients are not realizing that you can support them. And you need to go back to episode 27 and the link is www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP27. Because if you don't know that, everything that you do from this point forward in your marketing is just not going to connect and they're just not going to step up and say, yes, I want to know more about you. So that's the first point. Secondly, if I was to ask you to list five things 
Now, that's not many, but five things that make you different from all of the other coaches working in your industry. Could you tell me what those things were with an unshakable level of confidence? Now, I'm not talking about, well, I provide quality customer service and I really care about my clients. That's not distinguishable enough because you know what? All of the other coaches are saying that too. It needs to be unique and it needs to be very different. And I'm talking about your unique characteristics, the qualities which really create an experience when people come into your world, whether they're reading one of your articles, they're on your website, whether you're networking with them face-to-face or online. It's that experience. It's when people come into your presence. What do they say about you? And are you being on purpose? Are you familiar with that? Do you know that? Now you're able to tell me your top three to five brand qualities and how you bring these out into each and every way that you are communicating your brand, each and every way that you're connecting with and building relationships with your ideal client. What is that experience? And if you don't, you need to go back and listen to episode 28, where I talk more about the importance of getting clear about your signature brand and your brand voice and how this invisible thread, which is your inner brilliance, which I call it, and your brand voice, how that should tie each and every piece of brand, you know, your brand communication vehicle. And that includes each and every way you communicate your brand. And this needs to be clear and consistent always. Now, before I dive into the third point, you might be saying, why is she going through all of these things? Why is this so important? These are the key foundations that you need to have in place because without them, you're not going to build a desirability factor or an irresistibility factor that have people want to stay in your world and want to hire you. So this is why I'm going over these again before I introduce a couple of other ways that can add that icing on the cake kind of thing uh, with your desirability factor. Now, thirdly, how are you getting your message out there to your ideal client? And I spoke about this in uh, last week's show, episode 29, but you need to think about this answer honestly. Do you have a clear marketing plan that enables you to get your information out into the hands of your ideal client every single day? Or would you say your marketing is more of an ad hoc approach? Now, be honest, because if you kind of ignore that question or you think, yeah, I've got all that handled, but in actual fact, if you were to be honest, you don't have that handled or it is a little bit ad hoc or you're not really that clear, then you're not doing yourself any service, are you? I mean, you're doing yourself a disservice by not answering that honestly because you can today make that decision. You know what? Let me go back, have a look at all of these things to ensure that I do have them in place and that they are working for me. Even if you only tend to think about marketing when things get a little bit slow or you try to avoid marketing altogether and you really only do things occasionally and hope that you'll attract the attention of your ideal client. Building a successful coaching practice is going to be very hard for you to do. Marketing has to be consistent and constant. So again, go back and listen to episode 29, where I'll show you a very simple yet powerful marketing plan, which I encourage you to start taking action on from this day forward. Okay, so each of these things are really important if you want to build a successful coaching practice. They're the foundations that you need to have in place. 
And if any of these things are missing or you're only doing things occasionally or not very well, then that may be the reason why you're not able to take your coaching practice to the next level. And the two other things that I want to speak about that will help you build desirability in the eyes of your ideal client are these things. And remember, before I talk about them, listen to these with a curious mind, with a beginner's mind, so that even though you've heard these before or maybe heard these before, you don't say, oh, I already know that. Because you probably have heard this before, but how well are you doing it? Quite possibly not very well. Otherwise, your coaching practice should be growing exponentially and you should have enough clients who are all paying you what you are worth. Okay, so the first thing is to be aware of how you are speaking about your services and your coaching programs, particularly how you are describing them to your prospective client. Are you telling them about the ins and outs, the details of your services, how many sessions they're going to get? how long the sessions are, that you can do these sessions face-to-face or virtually through Skype? Are you telling them about your qualifications, the awards you've won? Are you telling them about the latest modality that you've just introduced into your programs and that you're the very first coach to be using this in her practice? Well, guess what? If I was your prospective client, you've just lost my interest. I really don't care about how many sessions I'm going to get or that you've won the best coach of the year award. Not yet anyway, because I want to know right at the beginning, how can you help me? What are the results that I'm going to get after I work with you? The outcomes, the results and the benefits that I'll get through working with you. That's what I want to know about. And what you've just been doing with all the other things that I've mentioned, those are the features of your services and your programs. That's what you've been focusing on and that's what you've been talking about. The reason that I've rung you, if you imagine that I'm your ideal client, is because I have a problem and I'm at the point in my life that I want to be rid of this problem and I'm not interested in you or your awards. I'm I'm interested in me and finally being able to get through the day without feeling frustrated or in absolute pain or whatever the reason is that I have contacted you. Now let's, let's use an example for instance. Let's imagine that I've been struggling with trying to find a job that I love and can feel motivated and fulfilled in the work that I'm doing for years and years. So I'm currently working in a job that if I was really honest, I dislike. So I've decided to ring you because I've heard that you're a career coach and I hope that you can help me. And you start to tell me that, yes, you can help me. Then you go on to tell me about the awards you've won, the studies you've done, the books you've read, that you're up to date with the latest in the coaching industry, you know, as far as it relates to careers um, and job searchings. And you know what? You offer five sessions and can work with me face to face or virtually. The sessions usually go for an hour and you expect me to do some homework and some other activities because... I have all of the answers I need inside me and your job as the, as the coach is to help me identify what those answers are so I can make the right decision in my career. If I'm really honest, does that compel me to want to hire you? No, it doesn't because you've spent more time telling me about you and your experience and if I'm really honest, it feels as if you're not really interested in, in what I'm going through. 
and then you start talking about homework and then you start talking about those other activities and then you even mention that I've got all the answers inside of me that I need and you're going to help me identify those answers. And I'm kind of at that stage thinking, well, if I had all the answers inside of me, I wouldn't have rung you anyway. Now, remember, we are thinking about this from the perspective of your ideal client. They may not realize, because I know as coaches, there, there's this, you know, philosophy or theory that we have the answers, you know, clients have the answers inside us and we help them get clarity around that. Now, you don't need to be sharing that with your client because, I mean, honestly, if we had recognition or if we had clarity around what what is it that I want and all that, we wouldn't have coaches, would we? So be mindful how you're explaining this to your prospective client. But imagine when you answered the phone or you took the phone call and here I was reaching out to you in the help that you could support me. Imagine if you'd asked me about what I was going through, what I had tried before. And then instead of turning your attention to you and your achievements, you empathized with me. And then you actually asked me what I really wanted You asked me about my dreams and my goals. You asked me about what it was that I really longed for and what it would mean to me if I actually achieved those goals. In fact, you know what? I've never been asked that before or even let myself think about what I really wanted to. In fact, I never did to think that. But through your encouragement, I started to imagine how my life would be different if I was finally able to secure a job I loved. And then you went on to ask me what sort of support that I was looking for and hoping for. And again, the conversation was on what I wanted, what I needed and what I was looking for to help me, to support me in getting out of my stuckness. And then after listening to me, you can continue to empathize with me and confirmed that you were able to help me and everything that you said directed me back to what it was that I wanted to achieve and what I dreamed about. And I learned that your program, 30 Days to a Career You Love, allowed me to get the support I needed to get some real clarity on what my ideal career was. So instead of having hundreds of options and jobs that I could consider, the choices were narrowed, which was great because that's exactly what I'd been struggling with. And that's exactly what I was looking for. Everything that you said to me ticked all of the boxes in what I wanted, what I longed for, and so much more. And then, then you shared a story with me. And the story was about Susan, who, like me, had also been struggling with decisions about her career. She sounded like she'd been in exactly the same, uh, you know, boring job. But after working with you in your 30 days to a career you love, however, now working with you 
in your 30 Days to a Career You Love program, she was in a role that had her bouncing out of bed on a Monday morning. She loved her work, the environment that she was working in, her colleagues even she enjoyed. And because she was in such a happier place within herself, her relationship with her husband and her children was so much better. They actually now enjoyed each other's company and no longer were arguing all the time. And oh boy, as I heard your story, I just wanted to hire you on the spot because the strain of my dissatisfaction with my career was not only taking its toll on me, but also with the relationship with my children and my husband. Everything that you were saying just felt right. You gave me hope. You gave me confidence. So when you asked me how soon I wanted to get started so that I could achieve my goals, of course I said yes, because I was ready and I knew you were the person who could help me. Okay, so can you hear the difference in the two conversations about how they went? Comparing the first example where as a coach, I was trying to impress you with all of my awards and certifications. So very much that conversation was centered on you. However, in the second example, by asking me the right questions and focusing the conversation back on me, it was all about me. And I really felt safe in that space. And I felt as if you really did care about me. People invest and say yes to people they know, like and trust. Would you like to work with someone that didn't show any interest in you or what you were struggling with? Would you hire someone who spent more time fixated on what they wanted and what they had accomplished than on what you wanted and the support that you needed? And I think I just heard you say, absolutely no. So let's do a recap. Don't speak about the features of your programs and services. That means how many coaching sessions, the exercises, the modalities you use or whatever else you include. Don't speak about you and your awards and your experience. All of that is, especially in the initial conversations of the client, don't make it all about you, 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 you and trying to validate why you're the expert, trying to validate the value that you offer. Please don't do that. But rather, ask the prospect and find out about what they are struggling with. What impact has this made on them? What have they tried before? What is it that they desire? What are their dreams, their goals? And how will they be impacted in the short term and the long term if that was to change? How much of a difference will this make on other areas of their life? And what support are they looking for? Then speak about your programs and how you can help them by always bringing it back to their goals and their dreams. Make it relevant to what they were looking for and how you can help them overcome the struggles once and for all. And then share a story about a client that you've worked with before who was struggling with the exact same situation that your prospective client is struggling with. You want to do that because it builds empathy, it builds rapport, and it creates that desirability and excitement. And doing this is going to deepen their desirability because not only are you confirming that you understand what they're going through and that you can help them, but that you've done this before with a client that was experiencing the same situation that they now are in. And now with your help, they can achieve the same goal. 
That's exactly the same goal that your prospective client wants. And again, that deepens the desire as they want that. They long for that. It's all that they dream about and they can achieve it with your help. It's all focused on them. It's very different from you having to try and convince them that you are someone that can help them. You've connected with them. You've confirmed that you have a solution to help them. And that's what's going to deepen their desirability to work with you and to hire you. So the next time you speak with a prospective client, use these steps to guide your questions and conversation with them. And notice the difference, the different results that you start to achieve in your prospective clients stepping up and saying yes to, to your programs. And I know that the topic of pricing and positioning your services is one that can be very daunting. And if this is something that you've been struggling with, I've put together a program called Practical Pricing Strategies to Make Selling Easy for Heart-Centered Solopreneurs. So if the thought of selling your services so that you don't have to discount or undervalue or undercharge, then I encourage you to check it out and what I'm going to do is include the link to the show notes for today's show. And you'll find that at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP30. In one of the modules, what I do is I coach a client, Lisa, through her pricing and selling techniques. And after implementing the strategies that I coached her on, Lisa told me that she doubled her income that she made the previous year in just four months. And I think that's pretty awesome. And you can do that too. So practical pricing strategies to make selling easy for heart-centered solopreneurs. The link's on the show notes. Go check it out. It may just be what you need to be able to position yourself and have a conversation that just flows with ease as you get your next client. So lots of great information for today's words of wisdom. Let's dive into today's socially savvy segment to hear what Keith has to share with us on Twitter. got our very special segment and of course we are doing these over the next 10 shows we've been doing them for the previous three so for the next seven let me get that right and this special series of course is for coaches and consultants who want to focus on how to promote themselves and your products using Twitter. And of course, we've got our very special guest and he's one of our global business partners, Keith Keller. Let me introduce him before we get stuck in today's tip. Now, of course, Keith Keller is a well-known international Twitter coach and he's known as the global Twitter marketing specialist. And he's appeared on numerous radio shows, teleseminars, webinars, Google Hangouts across the US, across Canada, the UK, Europe, and also Australasia. In addition, Keith offers one-to-one -one coaching about Twitter marketing to clients around the world through Skype and now has an ever-growing list of social media training products available. Welcome to this segment, Keith. 
Hey, Amory, we're, we're rocking it along now, aren't we? Part we four. certainly are. Part four. And for those of you, let me just jump in before Keith uh, talks about today's topic. If you haven't listened to the previous three episodes, go and do that for sure. Of course, you need to check out episode 29, where he shared the top five tips for marketing yourself using Twitter. Uh, show 28, we talked about the foundations that you need to have in place. And of course, uh, show 27 was talking about about why Twitter? What's the difference between Twitter? And of course, go and listen to those three shows uh, after today's show, of course, because Keith, what are you talking about today? Well, I really want to talk about today the idea of the trap that people get into of getting obsessed about getting more followers. I will give you a tip about getting more followers because I get asked that question every day. Yes. But what I really want you to focus on is what I call Tweet Reach. Well, what's actually been called Tweet Reach, there's a site, tweetreach.com. It is possibly the coolest site on the, in the Twitterverse. And what it measures is how many followers do you have? How many people retweet you? And how many followers do they have? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mentioned in the last episode that I have about 31,000 followers, which is a number. Yes. But on one particular day, three million people saw my tweets because of all of my followers' collective tweet reach. Okay. So a radio announcer in the US, a friend of mine in Miami, another mate of mine in Philadelphia all got together and said, Keith, you know, you're speaking tomorrow. Let's give you some kudos. You've helped us heaps and heaps and heaps. It's your day in the sun. So tweetreach.com is a site that just allows you to say, how many people, uh, how many of my followers are, are retweeting me? Because, you know, there's absolutely no point in having lots and lots of followers if they're not listening. Yes. And the best way to find out if people are listening and the ultimate compliment that you can pay someone is to retweet their stuff. You know, if I see come across your page and I see an awesome article, it's a very simple procedure to just click the retweet button and we'll, you know, we'll show, I'll put a graph in, in the show notes about that. There's a little button that's, uh, that just says retweet. You just push the button and it goes out to all your followers. Yeah, yeah. So I have 30,000-ish followers. You have 30,000-ish followers. My friend in Philadelphia has 330-ish followers, 330,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So right there with the push of a button, we've reached 390,000 people in 10 seconds. Wow. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, of course, we'll put a link to uh, tweetreach.com in the show notes as well so that people can go and, and check that out. So, Keith, I think with, you know, the reach is so very important because it, it's good to monitor because you can also gauge what are people retweeting because that yeah. shows you that you really are sharing a topic, information that your community is interested in and, and that really is where you want to continue to concentrate because as we know, You've mentioned that uh, in show number one that uh, of the 10-part series that we're doing that Twitter really is the information network and you want to then kind of establish what is it that people are really retweeting yeah, yeah. And, and sharing with their community. Well, there's, yes? a really cool, there's a really cool way to think about TweetReach. I mean, of course, the most common way is how many followers do I have and how many times do I get kudos? And that's a very simple way to do it. You just put in your t Twitter handle into tweetreach.com. There's a little box there, and you can, you know, you can just ch check your daily score. Yes. But the other way to do it, picking up on what you've just said there, is do I get more retweets when I tweet about business, 
hashtag business? Mm-hmm. Or do I get more tw- retweets when I when I tweet about hashtag success? So you can actually say, you know what, I'll try, I'll try both. I'll try a tweet with hashtag business, hashtag success, and I'll just see which of those streams is more popular. Yes. You yeah. might find that business is really big today, and we're going to do a whole section on uh, hashtags coming up in a few episodes, so don't stress. Yeah. Just, I was just going to say, Keith, you might want to explain what a hashtag is unless we, someone thought you just sneezed. We're coming up to that. It's yes. the pound sign, the squiggly line on, on, yeah. on the phone. But um, I'll get to that. I'm doing a whole section on that. But Fabulous. you can. the thing that's great about Twitter, and now we're going to start talking about tools, is that you can measure everything. You know, mm. you can stand on the Empire State Building. This is often the analogy people use for Twitter. You can stand on the Empire State Building and shout, G'day! It's Keith Keller from Melbourne, Australia! You know, and if no one's <laughs> listening, that is just a waste of time. Absolutely. But, but with Twitter, you can punch that out, you know, in your broad, raucous Aussie accent. But you can check how many people viewed it, how many people retweeted it. Was I on the money or was was it of no use to people? Because I'm sure most people that we know want to create content and want to be of service to others. So if you create content you think might be useful but no one's viewing it, you can check the stats, then tweak it and go, you know what, I get much more uh, success when I use uh, hashtag success than when I use, say, hashtag marketing. Yeah, yeah, or, for sure. And so you can use it two ways, checking the numbers around a hashtag, checking the numbers around a Twitter handle. But to get back to the idea of Twitter followers, I personally believe it is a trap to get obsessed about it, but we can't help that. Everyone everyone knows there's a number on their page and we want to get more. It's just we're geared that way. That's the way we're wired. Mm-hmm. So I have got a technique for that just to give you something to, to shoot for. There's an amazing site which at this time, April 2014, is free. And I have to clarify that because I've, I've been recommending other recent sites that have just either completely closed down or changed into a paid model. It's called wefollow.com. Wefollow.com. Unbelievable site. What it does is you type in a keyword and it will tell you everyone in the world who has that keyword in their bio, which is why it's so important to have one. So you might type in Melbourne. It'll show you everyone in the world who has used Melbourne in their bio. Either I love Melbourne, even though I live in New York, or I'm from Melbourne, and if you, you know, you're here, connect with me. What that means is in a very, very quick way, maybe 10 minutes a day, you can connect with like-minded souls. You know, you're not just connecting with anyone to build your numbers up. You're connecting with Melburnians. You're connecting with people that are into photography or business or marketing or Twitter or music. So it's a very simple site to use. It just has a bar across the top and you just type in a keyword. Now what I personally recommend is that you try, try to follow maybe 20 people a day or as many as time allows, because you, you need to do it manually now that Twitter's got you know, clamping down on this. It's very important that we talk about that because Twitter hates these social sites that charge you a fee to search for people and then unfollow them the next day. You're mm-hmm. not allowed to do that anymore. It's prohibited by Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to mention the sites, but we all know what they are. And if you're paying to use that, please stop doing that. Yeah. Because 
Twitter, Twitter if they find out, they can shut down your account, can't they? Which... They could just shut it down. We call mm. that Twitter jail. Okay. You just go to jail for a week, and if you do it over and over and over again, they just close you down. Mm -hmm. Again, it's this idea of why it's so important to have your own space sometimes. So wefollow.com allows you to follow people that are interesting in the same things that you're interested in. Because what I love about Twitter and why it differs from most of the other sites, it's just the most extraordinary networking tool. I have met incredible people all over the world who I would never have met had I been open enough to say, you know what, I'm really interested in people that are interested in photography. Let's connect mm -hmm. with everyone in the world that's on that. Then you've instantly got a, um, a connection. The reason why that's important, and try, try this over time, you'll probably find that if you do follow 20 to 30 people a day, you should get about 20 to 30% of people following you back. Yes. So for every 1,000 people that you follow, you should get to about two or 300 followers. Now, some people don't like that idea. They don't want to follow more than follows them. But remember, lots and lots of people haven't heard of you yet. And, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's not spammy. You're just simply reaching out. So if you look at any of my accounts, you'll notice universally that I follow more people than follow me. Because yeah. you're a connector. You love connecting with, with people. So, And, you know, one thing that you mentioned in, in the last um, segment, which, of course, is show 29, is that you need to share content. And, and as we know, Twitter is the information network. So if you're sharing really good content and really good tweets, people are going to read them and they're more likely then to want to follow you because they're okay. reading your stuff and they're thinking, wow, this person really knows what he or she is talking about. And, and you're building your, yeah. That, that is one thing that's been absolutely absolutely scientifically proven. Yeah. If you don't want to follow others, and it's perfectly acceptable if you don't, you will get more followers simply by tweeting good stuff because yeah. people will find it. People are looking for it. And the thing that I love about this 10-part series that I've devised, and I'm so proud that Anne-Marie's agreed to do it with me, is that um, I've, I'm going to show you how people can find your stuff. Now, you've got stuff. You've got a, an awesome book. You're speaking on the radio. You've got a TV show. You're doing a gig in, in uh, the town hall next week. And you want people to come. And people want to go. But they don't know about it. Yes. And so what Twitter is great for is getting the word out so that when people want to know and you've got information that they would benefit from, Twitter puts you together. It's like a, the, the, glue in the, you know, the glue that holds everything together. It's just brilliant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. So, of course, those two resources that we spoke about today is wefollow.com and tweetreach.com. We'll put both of those links on the show notes if you want to go to the show notes and also see the graphic that we're going to put up there as well on how to retweet using, um, of course, that resource, tweetreach.com, is uh, go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP30. So, Keith, what are you going to be talking about in the next episode? I, I want to talk about the idea of scheduling. You know, we're all busy. One of the things that we're all struggling with is time. So there's a number of really magnificent automation tools. And don't don't get uh, upset about automation. You know, Twitter is in real time, and that's fantastic. But we're real people. We need to cook. We need to spend time with our children. We need to sleep. We need to get some exercise in. And what happens with these sites, there's three that I want to talk about. They're all very similar, but I'll, I'll explain the differences. It allows you to tweet throughout the day so that you're leaking out information, especially if you have a global mindset. 
you know, 55% of my followers live in America. Mm-hmm. You know, only 13% of my followers actually live in Australia. Only 13%. So if I only thought about Australian time, I'm missing out on 87% of my market. Wow. 87%. Yes. So I need to tweet in the early hours of the morning here because that's a good time for London. I need to tweet late at night here because it's a good time for New York. And that way I can catch up with people either by them getting my ebook and I'm getting their email mm-hmm. or I, I do spend an hour a day trying to connect with people. So we're going to talk next week about the idea of scheduling your tweets, trying to get some automation going so that you can get out there and do your speaking gigs or you can go away on retreat and write your next book or you can spend time with your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah very important. Look, once again, Keith, thank you for sharing your brilliance and I cannot wait to listen to next week's episode to find out what those tools are to schedule Perfect. our tweets. We'll see you next week. Wow, another jam-packed show. I encourage you to go back and listen to each of the segments, the Words of Wisdom and also the Socially Savvy segment with Keith as well. Today's inspirational message to help you move forward this week, inspired, empowered and just rocking all of your goals is by Ayn Rand, let me spell that for you so in case I haven't uh, pronounced that correctly, A-Y-N. And I love this quote. It says, a creative man or woman is motivated by their desire to achieve, not by the desire to beat others. One of the reasons I uh, selected this quote is because over the last number of shows and what I will often speak about when we're talking about signature branding and really standing out from the crowd. Sometimes I refer to the word competitors and other people who are working to capture the attention of our ideal client. So there's someone else that's offering similar services. But you know, if you go from a heart space of collaboration and an abundance mindset of there is so much business for each and every one of us, rather than from the mindset of I've got to beat them, I've got to be better than them, I've got to just annihilate the competition, that's not what it's all about. And I think that this quote just emphasizes that, that we're motivated by our desire to achieve and that desire is driven by um, wanting to achieve, be successful, but also to reach out and impact the lives of our clients and, and the people in our community, not because we want to you know, beat everybody else. And I think when we go forward with that mindset, with that being at the core of who we are, we really can open up our mindset and have one of, of abundance and prosperity rather than one of limitations or just enough because uh, we're struggling to try and beat everybody else, which is certainly not what we want to do, being heart-centred entrepreneurs. Another fantastic show. Thank you so very much for uh, listening in. Please reach out and 
connect if we haven't already there's a couple of ways that i've already mentioned on the show you can go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp connect leave a message there and uh, i'll endeavor to play that in an upcoming show or if you've got a question you would like answered in an upcoming show maybe there's something that you're struggling with in your coaching practice and no matter how hard you've tried you just cannot break through that issue and you'd love me to give my voice to that and, and give you some advice and that please reach out and let me know if we haven't already um, subscribed if you haven't already subscribed to the itunes channel please go ahead and do that because every single week as we have done this week uh, our shows are here to support you inspire empower so you can take your coaching practice to the next level please subscribe while you're there why not go ahead and rate our show and leave feedback, leave a comment there. And if you know of a coach, maybe you're networking with other coaches and you think that the message we share each week would be of benefit to them too, please uh, go ahead and share that with your colleagues and your friends that you know who are also running their own coaching practices. We'd certainly appreciate that. Again, if you are connecting with either Keith or I uh, on Twitter, shout out. We love to hear how you're going, what ahas you're taking away with you. And of course, there's an area at the bottom of each show notes where you can leave a comment and share that as well. Until next week, have a fantastic week and let us know what wins and what ahas you're taking away. Until then, we'll touch base next week. Bye for now.